Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Indie Film Review. It's so good to be back, Dan. It is. In a new year. In a new, new year. New year, new you. New year, new me, and we're starting off strong. Because Jared... <laughs> Dude, with a documentary, of all things. I am king of the indies. Um, I just wanted to let you know that. Oh. And, um, huh. Are you? Yes. How did you get that title? Uh, this film was sent to me and I just stole it. Um, so. Oh, because we watched King of the Indies and you thought it was a documentary about you? Yes. And I was a little disappointed Oof. that it wasn't. But man, <laughs> whenever you actually watch this documentary... Um, you get educated. You get educated. Hardcore education. You get educated. That's Dan. I'm Jared. Welcome to the show. We're going to talk about independent films. That's what the show is. Yes. Okay? Dan... Why don't you tell us a little bit about King of the Indies? There is this, there's this jousting competition. I mean, there are plenty of, um, there are plenty of medieval times type thing. Like medieval times is a big thing in, in, in America. It's, it's silly. Um, but you also have like Renaissance fairs and those always happen, you know, once a year, but it's like, it's, it's, it's not like a huge culture, but in Italy, yeah, in the town of Arezzo or the province of Arezzo, there is something called the Saracen Joust, and it happens every year, and it's like American football here. Like it, like <laughs> they go fucking ape shit for this thing. And yeah, this it's documentary a spectacle. This documentary is all about this this huge spectacle sport, this huge sport. And it's basically the joust. It's not a typical joust. It's not like two people coming at each other, but you are on a horseback, you have a jousting pole and you run very fast at this, um, thing that they call, hold on the burrito. Yeah. The burrito. (laughs) Um, no, it's got a cool name. It's like this giant wooden man. He's like twice as big as a normal man. Yeah. He's so fucking cool. uh, Target. And, and, uh, Opponents okay, have so to hit the javelin at the center of it. They, they call him the Burrado. Burrado, that's his name. There you go. So anyway, the, you hit the center of it, the target, and then you get a score of one to five. And um, depending on where you hit the target, you get that score. And there's um, yeah. four, four main competitors every year. And each of the competitors, kind of like Medieval Times, if you've ever been to that place, um, has their own... Um, Posse, province, their own province that they deal with, and it's like this this huge that they represent. They they all dress up like even even the posse, Mm -hmm. even the the people. Like there there are commoners too, but like so many people cosplay as their their province, and it's it's and these are good cosplays too, and it's so insane just to see like this really really cool looking knight. And then, like, an old lady pull out her cell phone yeah. or, like, you know, like, this Pope man comes up. He's, like, going to give the, the prayer and he walks up to, like, a, a microphone and you're like, what? <laughs> it's, it's so weird. It's Because, like, crazy. they could easily film this for, a, like, a movie. It could yeah. just be, like, a fantasy film or an old-timey film, but then it's got all this, uh... So, a know, little uh, bit of background. Um, I was reading more about it. So, the mm-hmm. Saracen Joust uh, has been... It started as military training. And, um, it just, like, you know, because you don't want to... You don't want to joust each other in military training. You want to, like, Yeah, you save fuck it. each other up. Yeah, you'll save it for something. Because, like, even in this documentary, they say, like, you'll get hurt doing it if you do it wrong. So they, they yeah. train for a whole fucking year to do this. Um, but it, this has been going on since the Middle Ages. So 
Yeah, the, um, we're watching the the 2019 yes tournament, and it's it's like a week before the tournament, and that's kind of the whole documentary goes through like all the different aspects of the game and everything else. But this this is the 138th time they've done this. That's crazy. And it's interesting because this is just before the COVID. So yes. it's like they made this documentary and then the world shut down for a year or so. And then it came back. It did come back, I think, finally. Uh, I think they only missed a year. Um, but yeah, what a weird, interesting thing to learn about that I'd never heard of. Yeah, exactly. And I'm fucking hyped for. It seems really cool and dangerous and kind of scary. Because yep. you know like sports fans get, right? Like, if your team loses in soccer, they just rush the field and beat the shit out of everyone in riot. Or, like, yeah, yeah, they, the they, people, riot, they they go outside and flip cars over. There is some, okay, with the sportsmanship and the honor and the integrity of being the knight and representing your corner of the city or whatever, there's also, like, this, like, hazing and animosity yeah. that the players have to deal with that is just so... It's part of the game. Yeah. It is baked into the game where you are riding at 60-plus miles an hour to hit a very... Like, the, a target the size of a half dollar with your fucking nine-foot lance or whatever, and there are men on either side of you screaming at you about how you're worthless. Yep. <laughs> and they rush... They rush as they're charging. The track yeah, as to, they're charging, to yell forward. and scream at you <laughs> as you're trying to focus. And I'm like, this is nuts. And then afterwards, people lose their minds. And how how long do you think a tournament goes on? It doesn't seem that long. Like maybe an hour, maybe yeah, less. Maybe less. I, well, I don't know because there's, there's only like four a, nights. There, but there's a lot of fanfare that goes along with them. I think. Yeah, that's true. They had like flag dancers too. I thought it was really fun. Yeah. And I was like. They had like giant, giant flags that they were like spinning around their legs and shit. I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. So, um, but yeah, okay. Yeah, the the documentary Obviously, is set up like it. It, it kind of gets the 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 inside baseball scoop from each of the four quarters. They call them. They all have their own kind of opinions about it. Some of them are more forthcoming with their opinion than others. Some of them are a little bit more mm -hmm. like I don't know, withdrawn and don't really want to talk about it that much because it's it's just like it's their thing they do you know so mm -hmm. I, I don't know it's it's a very interesting very interesting sport we're gonna go over the different teams it's kind of hard to track unless you know yeah. italian really well uh this, this film is in english though or or it has subtitles in english um so yeah so that's uh, po porta yeah. porta crucifera yeah the green and red red and green yeah porta del foro Yellow and red, Porta and crimson, Porta Porta Sant'Andrea, which is white and green. Which those guys, those guys were nuts. <laughs> um, and Porta del Borgo, del Borgo, which is yellow, yellow and, blue. and blue. I I swear there was a purple team, but uh, I don't know because because like out of the characters we have Enrico, who is. He's the guy vying for the current record holder's title of 13 consecutive wins. Is he the beard guy? Wins. Bearded guy? No, that is the underdog. That's the young buck. He's the who, guy. He's uh, part of Yellow and Crimson. He's Porto del Foro. Yeah. 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 And then, and then you have this other guy. I think he's the green guy. Uh, he's, he's known as the sniper because he gets fives the most, which is a bullseye. Yeah. And um, then there's uh, Gianni, I believe, who is like the... He's like the record holder, but he's recently retired. Uh, and then Gabriel is that young gun guy who, with the beard. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, and they, they, they throw a lot of characters at you. And then one, one flaw I'll say with this film is they'll introduce a character and then just like cut away or do some other narration somewhere else. Like this film is very slick, but I, I get confused as to who we're following sometimes. Mm-hmm. Especially um, then because it also intersperses um, live or like current footage with old footage from like the, yes. the 70s and 80s. I loved that old footage. Yeah. I loved it. I loved how they uh, they would like put the images in these tiny squares that look like film reels. And yeah. they, they, at one point, there was like four of them on the screen, and they do these like split screens and these cuts. And yeah, it's just, like, it was really moving cool. them around like blocks. The editing in this is really really fun. Uh, question for you, Dan: How did you feel about the music in this? Um. Did you think about it? Was it in your brain? It wasn't in my brain. It was like I it it, it was it serviced the film very well, but um that's not what was the draw to me. That was not what was okay. my, my brain was thinking about. How about you? Um I really enjoyed the music in this. I didn't just like it was rocking. Like we're fucking uh, going in this. Um it was getting me pumped. It was getting me it's weird because it doesn't. It's not. It doesn't fit with like the the medieval fantasy. It's more of like the fun sport of it, yeah. and I was really enjoying that. Uh, we've so we've talked about the editing and how much we like that. But what about where the camera's looking? What do you think, Dan? I and, and I some loved of these it because some it, of the subjects. So you 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 have so much B roll. Like this film is like very heavily. B-roll. B-roll. So good. And like so much of the, not so much, but maybe four times, four or five times, like there's this excellent shot of the Barada just like in close up. And then maybe 10 to 15 other times is you see the Barada getting hit and it spins and it's like, oh yeah. So the Barada is like, okay, like Jared said, it's a big dude and he's, he's just a bust. And in one side he has, um, like the, he has just an arm that is a target, and the other side, he has an arm that is holding what they call it. Um, it's, it's not really a cat of nine tails, but they call it a cat of nine tails. But it looks yeah. like a bolo thing that you would like. It just like strings with balls at the end of it. That like, yes. as soon as it hits you, like it, it almost like hits the the player as they go by because it spins. If and it they it don't go fast enough or they they mess up, that thing hits them. Yeah, yeah. and this the Barado is. Again, it is a huge chunk of wood. Like it takes several several men, men to, to get it set up. Yeah, it was great. Like <laughs> to mount this as giant soon as I post saw that and mount this thing because I mean that makes sense too. Because like they're like you said, they're running at it at like sixty miles an hour. It needs to have uh-huh. a a pretty decent anchor. And like yeah, it takes them like t- ten guys to get it set up the way it's supposed to be set yeah. up. Uh, it's pretty cool how they take the town square and they turn it into this medieval fantasy. And already the buildings are, uh, a lot of them seem older mm-hmm. and it kind of yeah. fits anyways. It looks really nice there. Well, so Arezzo, uh, the aesthetic of that Arezzo town. is um, the, it, I believe it's like the, like the main capital area of what, uh, Tuscany. So, it seems like this in the center of it all. When I was looking at it yeah. from the from a map, it really just seems like but, it's like smack yeah, dab. Yeah, it's smack dab in the middle, but it, it's basically like a province of Tuscany, and it's like the main province. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. 
Yeah, what a cool place! I would love to go and visit this and uh, probably I'm, get murdered. By, yeah, I, I would. I <laughs> for being would love on the wrong be, team. I would love to be the <laughs> yellow and crimson team. And uh, yes, uh, yeah. But like people, people get so vicious. They were just like recording some of the people talking and the shit they were saying. Was wow, just yeah. And you know, some of these people are probably really nice, and they go home and they like have their families and they say hello to their neighbors. But it's like in. In the heat of the sport, people are like are saying the meanest things. It's pretty nuts. Um, Dan, how did you? Okay, final question for me: Were you bored at any time watching this? Just a little over an hour long film. Yeah, like an hour and ten minutes. Okay. Personally, though, what was causing that? The fact that it's a sport. Like I just it, sports, no matter how strange and fascinating they are to me, they just don't. They don't. They don't. Um, they don't stay on my mind very long, you know. Like I was, I, I started very quickly to look at other things, like the B-roll, like the things that they were shooting, like the crowd and the commentators. Like there was this one time that they they were just filming, like one of the guys that's kind of like going over paperwork. I'm like, okay, why are we why are we looking at this guy? <laughs> <laughs> um, they covered every aspect of it. They did. I, um, I liked the artistry too, because what you win is this. Oh uh, yeah, that lance. was the coolest part for sure. And they show this artist carving into the lance, and it is a sculpture that the guy carves into the lance. He leaf plates it with gold, and it's got like the Virgin Mary. It's got all these crazy things on it. It's whatever he wants to put on there, I guess. But I bet that thing is worth a lot of money just as an art piece. Yeah. And then on top of it, that it's it's a trophy. You're like, holy shit, that's really. They make a new one every year. I'm like, that is so cool. I love that. I like how it's just not like, oh, you win some money or like. Here's a dumb little trophy. Uh, and and people do it just for the pride of doing it. I don't think you win anything else. That's the other that. thing too. So I mean we, we, <laughs> it's really cool. We that that's that's the that's the big difference, I think, between like I mean I compared it to American football, but only in in the 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 fandom spirit it's like American football, but everything else about it, it's not about the money, it's not about the entertainment yep. industry, it's about coming together as a a culture and just you know mm-hmm. embracing sport embracing um what what it was was military training right like we're hyping up our guys who are training to go defend us yeah. really that's really what it comes from um man as bored as i am with sports like it's still like i was very fascinated by like the a the fact that I never heard of this before in my life, mm-hmm. and it's been going on for like in it's been going on for so long, and the people who are doing it, it's like like you said, they are one hundred percent like this is their life for mm-hmm. for however long they they take to train. I'm not really the biggest fan of sports stuff, really either, but I thought this was very intriguing. I like watching the Olympics. There's some there's certain things I'll I'll watch, yeah. but yeah, I thought this was really cool. I I would love to watch this live um once i started because like the game they start teaching you the rules of what's going on as you're watching it and the more i understood the rules and what was going on the more i was getting invested in it um well i I think that's the difference between you and me it's like once they started explaining the rules i'm like i don't want to know this i just want to see him do it i love the rules (laughs) i love it okay so i think we're in the second half but i don't really want to spoil the final tournament i think people if Oh, you yeah, just no. go see go King of the Indies. 
because there is a real rivalry and there's a match at the end that you get to watch and it's great. Um, go watch that. Watch it. F- if not to watch for that alone, just to learn about this cool sport, how well made this film is. It is so slick. It looks so nice. And it's like it's it, like you said, it's an hour and 15 minutes. And it still yeah. looks amazing. And oh my God, like, let's talk a little bit about some of the things that I really liked in this film. So talking sure, about... Sure, yeah, we'll the, just kind of jump into whatever. Talk, let's talk about the the found footage, right? The the footage from like the 70s uh-huh. and 80s. Like, you see the people who, um, in, in modern times, like running at, in like the, running at the Jousters, like trying to intimidate them. But then you look yep. at the, some of the footage from the 70s and like just brawls are happening yeah it's it's a riot <laughs> it's crazy. it's a riot it's crazy there was one scene where like a man was he was like begging for help while he stood over another man just on the floor unconscious and everyone else was just throwing punches around him it was just fucking nuts just mayhem and there's everyone's dressed up as Renfair people and the cops run in and start yeah. punching people in the head <laughs> <laughs> like where these cops come from Oh, it's so wild. Uh, people are people are so, out of control. So, I mean, that was fun. And then the other thing that I found really fun about this, this is the only rule that I paid attention to that I'm like, oh, that's actually uh-huh. pretty cool, is if you get a five and your joust breaks, you get an extra yeah. five. <laughs> okay, that's... That breaks the game. Yeah. Because if you get a five and your joust breaks, you get a ten score... There's no way your team's going to lose. You, you like, caught the snitch. Impossible. You caught the snitch. That's what it is. Pretty much. Now, here's the thing. Cheating in this game. I don't know. I don't know how, how prevalent that is. But couldn't you fuck around with a javelin to make it break? Yeah. Who's regulating these javelins? That's true. That's true. Because I thought that was a cool rule, but then I'm like, ooh, they got to really guard, closely guard these fucking javelins. Make sure no one's talking to anybody because... Uh, you could just have a fucking javelin break. I don't know. It, it, uh, that oh, was interesting. I, I feel like we we glossed over this without thinking about it, or maybe you said it and I just didn't catch it. But how they figure out where they hit it is like the end of the jazz oh. has like paint on it, so you can see where it yeah. hits and where it slides to. Yeah, because the 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 there's the bullseye like the the target. There's a bullseye, and then there's four like the line of four quadrants and. If you yes. hit anywhere in the lines, you get four, and then the um of like the quadrants are like three and two, basically. Yes. Um, and oh, there were some interesting calls yes. during the game they show <laughs> at the end, to be fair. And the fans were actually saying what I was thinking, and I'm like, holy shit, man. Refs are the same everywhere you go. Those <laughs> motherfuckers. So yeah, yeah. It it gets exciting. It gets pretty crazy. There's some there's some fucked up calls later on. Uh and again, so okay. Some of the characters. Was there a character that you really kind of gravitated towards? Um, um like we said, we I liked the sniper guy who was in the greens. I like you said you liked the, the greens a lot. I like the greens guy, but I liked the um the old guy. Like at the very beginning, who who's like been doing this for years, I liked him a lot. Yeah, so that was the uh, that was the king. Yeah, who had his he had like a record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, he was pretty cool. He was pretty cool. You can see like some of the guys were humble, and other guys were like, that, "That's I, that's why I like him." Fuck you up. That's why I liked him because, like, <laughs> you know, at the it, 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 it's a silly game. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a huge cultural thing, but like every game of sports is a silly exactly. game. Exactly, and and he's just like, yeah, whatever. It's like. I'll go and I'll do it, and then I live my rest of my life the, the, the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I liked the story of the guy who um, basically raised his pony to be his his horse to do this. The connection between the knight and their horse was Is, one of the most yeah. interesting things about this, yeah. and how they talk so... They're, okay, there's a line in this. Where they say, I think it's that older guy that you like. He says, like, the bond between you and your horse is as strong, if not exactly the same, as the bond between you and your wife, including sexually. (laughs) (laughs) And he says that with a completely straight face. Oh, my God. Doesn't laugh. Oh, my God. I think I wrote a note about that. It's just B-roll of this man with his horse. And I'm like, they be fucking them horses. And I loved it. I was. It was. So I fun. didn't write a oh, note about back it. On, what's up? I didn't write a note about it, but I, I made like. <laughs> I had this this really funny visual of like just the guy like talking like that, and then like having a regular interview, but then like a nonchalantly Amazing. like jerking the shirt, <laughs> jerking Amazing. the horse off yeah. as he's giving the interview, just like super, super, yeah. super cool, and just like yeah, this is happening. <laughs> Well, you got to get out that sperm to get rid of the dead weight. You know, yeah, it's yeah. it's like your horse is running around with a loaded gun. You can't have that. We've all seen something about Mary. You got to make sure you're safe. Got to make sure that mane stays up. Field. That's right. Oh, and to go back to what I said before, the game is silly, but the pride in like how much it is real to people because like yeah, because the person who wins at the end is so happy that they won, they are weeping uncontrollably and talking about how important this was to them. And it moves everyone else so much that all the other squadron, like all the other teams are like, yes, they're like, fuck yeah, this rules. They were like stoked for him. They were excited. Everyone, everyone was like, whatever, who cares if our team lost? Like, this is a, this is a crazy awesome time. So I, I don't know. I think it's fun. It there's camaraderie. Uh, well, yeah. okay. So like, just, just to clarify, the only reason I was aboard in this was because like it started getting into the sports aspect. It's like once yeah, you stopped explaining the rules, your cup of tea, I get it. Yeah, yeah, once you stopped explaining the rules, everything else was fascinating. Like it's it's really yeah. cool. Yeah. So I don't I, I don't let me ruin this document. Like this documentary is excellent. It's very good and very I mean, well put together. It's very strong, very strong contender for. I mean, like I forgot what we said. <laughs> <laughs> last week about like what a good documentary is it, it had to be like sad but this one's not very sad <laughs> and um it's it, it's it, no it doesn't it, have to be sad. but that was our that was that was our criteria last week um we're we're out of control i mean what we think is good or not changes from week to week yes honestly. yeah actually that's that's a good way of putting it like next week i'm gonna see a, a, a documentary about um i don't know Dressage. Uh, uh, yes. Or a, a volcano. Or Volcanoes that... Uh, well, Werner Herzog. Uh, <laughs> he would kill it. Yeah, it, so, You know, if, 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 if it's not made by Werner Herzog, it's not a good documentary. That, that just... You're right. Trash. <laughs> yep. That's... Uh, we, we solved it. We solved it. 
in conclusion, very well done. Um, again, me and Dan aren't the biggest fan of sports, but it's still I very think much interesting. This is a slick, excellent film. You're gonna learn some stuff. You're gonna laugh. You're gonna be intrigued. I like. There's a scene where a, a guy is he's talking to his procession, the the dudes that march in with the knights. That was right? fucking he's crazy. Like, yeah, he's like, he's guys, like, I need focus. you to be faster. I need you. Yes, he's like, I need you to do this. And he and like his little motivation talk. I was like, yes. And then the guy, one of the this. guys, is like laughing. He's like, you think this is funny? Yeah. <laughs> like, Dude, like, they take shit? it really and then there was that, seriously. That, that other guy, like, who's like, I don't know if he's self-proclaimed or if he's bonafide, but like, he's he's like a motivational coach for the guys as soon as they're about to go jazz. It's like, why? Oh am I yeah, yeah. To you? <laughs> that guy is the coach. I didn't understand how he was helping. Exactly. Him. It just sounded like he was yelling at them. <laughs> he really would just say nothing and wasn't giving any advice he just kept telling them to not be nervous and i'm like you're making me nervous by bothering me all the time <laughs> i'm like do coaching don't like get out of my ass Ugh. but yeah very very interesting film dan what do you think um yeah watch it go watch it uh super fun yeah go to italy and perform go go be one of the the larpers yeah Absolutely, absolutely. Just go there, represent America. Uh, <laughs> you could be the fifth quadrant. I'm sure they'll the love fifth that. quadrant. Yeah, just like America, to make up a position that Freedom. doesn't exist. Yeah, we uh, just bring a big gun. We just shoot the target <laughs> while on the horse. A horse cannon. Yes, absolutely. All right. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. I really appreciate it. Go check us out where you're going to check us out. Tell your friends, tell your family. Dan? Guys, you can uh, find do, us on Instagram plugs. at Indie Film Review Pod. You can email us at theindiefilmreview at gmail.com. That is where we get your movies and we watch them. And uh, that's where we got this one. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Dan, you have the final word, buddy. If I were the king of the indies... <laughs> <laughs> I'd suck off every horse I could see. to podcasts but there are so many out there and it's hard to know what's good well my friend it is not as hard as you might think because necropodicon has you covered they've got movie reviews horror shows games comedy and improv so all you gotta do is head on over to necropodicon.com to find your new favorite podcast yeehaw necropodicon hard to pronounce easy to listen